1: Sox podcast can be live from Studio B, our CHGO offices here in the West Loop of Chicago. Uh, I'm your host, Sean Anderson, alongside me the full CHGO White Sox crew, snugly. Heading here into Studio B. Uh, That's our CHGO White Sox beat writer Vinnie Duber. You can follow him at Vinnie Duber. And you can read his latest piece up at allchgo.com. And hey, look at Sarah with the screenshot too and everything. I didn't request that. That's all on Sarah. Uh, Sarah's producing us. Uh, And as you can see, uh, that's the article that Vinnie wrote. Hi. Wait, you want to try again? I feel like I stepped Hi. There you go. I feel like I stepped on it. Uh, the man in the middle is Herb Lawrence. Hello. You can follow him at Echnerwall23. He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. Uh, and I think as we were doing our show yesterday, uh, I guess the worst kept secret in baseball uh, was reported on again or uh, rumored about again uh, that the White Sox are interested in Salvador Perez. So we're going to uh, crack open that can of worms. Uh, it's been about. Two months or so since we did that, uh, so we'll re crack open those cans of worms. It's tough to keep those worms it's,
2: closed. It's already the can was already open. You, do you remember Herb when, when a few years back? It was when I was a kid. You were you were a, a so younger little, man. Yeah. Um, they had the thing that for the pop cans. So like if you only drink one, like a half of a pop at a time, they had like a little rubber thing that you would go over down. it, yeah. and then you could put it back in the fridge. And the idea was it would keep it. Cr- carbonated, it never didn't. worked. Nope. But yeah, that's what we're doing today. We're, we're taking that already open can of pop out of the fridge. It sounds just as appetizing, I can't lie. <laughs> nice and flat.
1: Um, should we start with the playoffs? Should we end with the playoffs? I feel like we can interweave this. How about the
2: D-backs I, jumping into the pool? That was fun. That was fun. And yeah. also, I
1: I I do I, I love Twitter. Twitter's a gift because do people... You? Yeah, Okay. because, because <laughs> the fact that you have fans uh just the Braves having Braves fans having oh a meltdown goodness. is fantastic um but i did like a Yankees fan saying act like you've been there before they won they
2: beat the Yankees that that's true they've yeah. been there before in that in that place probably
1: <laughs> yeah. in that pool before um
2: but it's like who can let it, they won, and yeah, that's some unwritten rule crap that they could do that every yeah. after every se- that after should every be the Diamondbacks tradition when yeah. they win a playoff series. Jump in the pool after every win. You <laughs> win, you win on August seventh. Jump in the pool. Jump in the pool. One guy,
0: they should have the Refreshing. player of the game
2: gets to jump in the pool.
0: Sounds great. That I mean, sounds awesome. Might as well. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a great celebration. I wish we had that same thing. Maybe White Sox fans or White Sox players once they win can go and take a shower. Yeah. In October, a little ill advised, but yeah. still <laughs> a little cold. But you know, have what you have in the stadium and use it, and celebrate your wins. You should always celebrate your wins, especially when you beat the hundred win plus Dodgers, your uh, division rivals, of right. course. Well, and I'm pretty sure there's a hot tub too. I think it's a pool and a
1: hot tub. There is. So uh, you know, when Andrew Vaughn, even when he's walking off the Rays in like late April and he's looking like a snowman, um, you know, he could jump in the hot tub. You know, it's well, there nice is no be- hot
2: tub at the Rays. They need their own thing. They've got a shower. <laughs> shower's stupid!
1: Wow,
2: Sean's <laughs> like shower. I, I'm not
1: anti-shower. I get the shower. I know it was uh, like you know classic thing. I'm not saying get rid of the shower, but the shower. We can't make the shower a thing. The shower's been a thing. If the
2: shower's going to be a thing, it would be a thing. Also, you can't climb over the fence and get to the shower. You'd have to climb over the fence and then walk all the way Stairs. up. There's no cameras out there. It takes take a while to hike out there. You probably have to go through the
1: bullpen door up into the bullpen, then climb up into like 161 yeah. and then Do walk it's a, yeah. you know, yes. um, It's just very easy. They just flip over the fence and then jump in the pool. Um, and shout out to everyone watching. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, Liam's telling you to give him a like. Uh, so make sure you're hitting the thumbs up. Uh, good to see uh, Mr. Hand. Uh, Matthew Lucas, uh, Herb Lawrence. Yeah. I said, is hello. that an imposter or is that you? No, that's me. Oh, okay. All right. I said hello to everybody um, before KPW and, uh, Adam, Adam Hogue's dad. He so, is. uh, shout out to Richard Hogue, uh, hit that thumbs up button. And if you haven't already hit that subscribe button, I think we're close to 40,000, right? I think we're like 39.6. There you 6. go. Okay. So we need to I'm get to here.
2: Reynaldo Lopez thousand. Uh, what is it? Subscribers on YouTube? Yeah. 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 There you go. I was thinking Gail Sayers. Well, that's know, different team, I guess. The Bears, yep. Brags, and the Bears show can do that. We we do Reynaldo Lopez Reynaldo over here. Lopez, yes.
1: yeah. <laughs> is there any Don't other honorary mentions?
2: For no. Ford's coming back. He is
1: coming back, and he's going to be a starter <laughs> now that he has LASIK. Um, is is there no other? I I, lo- I mean, we love playing that game. There's I'll, no other. I'll look into. Okay. it. Okay. All right. You'll look into it. I no. want
0: to say Jim Parquet, but I I think that might
1: be I, you know, slightly that off. Right. Or Butter. or Duquette. Who? I, I feel like it, one of the gyms. Like, uh, maybe it was Jim Duquette. Jim Duquette was a a a general general manager. manager. Oh, was he? Okay. I'm just just mixing up. He was a player. Here we go.
2: All right. Drum roll, please. (laughs) We are so close. We just need to get some more subscribers, and then we will be at Ramon Troncoso Life. (laughs) subscribers. Ramon Troncoso, 1,000 subscribers. There you go. Uh, Blackjack McDowell was number 40. Mm. Jim Parquet was number 40. Butter. Uh, Bartolo Colon was number 40. Which time? Both? Uh yeah, I believe so. JJ Putts. Oh 40. Uh, Dodger uh, Diamondback's legend, JJ Putts. The always mentioned Britt Burns. Oh yes. Yeah the from back in the day. Yeah. 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 He was an all star. Ooh. By the way, there you go. That is a good one for Immaculate Grid. White Sox All Star Britt Burns. Bust that one out oh, next really? time. He'll get point zero zero zero, I'm sure
1: all right uh, maybe i'll try to bring that up on friday uh tomorrow we'll we'll have trivia and we'll have a uh, uh, the connect grid i'll try to actually make it a game this time uh which will be fun i'm going to try to figure that out that's gonna be my, my plan tonight uh make that a game uh and and again don't study up i've already given you a hint you guys already know what the the trivia quiz is going to be tomorrow i already gave you a hint earlier this week yeah and pete Hinn who says wilson alvarez we brought up earlier this week. sure yeah. enough. All right, there you go. All right, uh, so I want to talk a little bit about the postseason. Um, and before we get into the AL Central being bounced out, um, I want to ask a question to you, Herb, first. Okay. This was from uh, White Sox Reddit. I'm stealing this. Um, from username at uh, sign amperset. Uh Sox are swept in 05 and have... Astros level success a decade later, or Sox sweep in 05 and having to deal with the past 18 years. So would you rather be, if you can go, you know, have a Freaky Friday, Mm -hmm. Jamie Lynn Spears, no, uh, not Jamie Lynn Spears, uh, Lindsay Lohan and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, moment. What's in both of them. Yeah, would you, would you, Freaky Friday with the
0: Astros? Yes,
1: 100%. Look at this even though October 26, 2005
0: is the greatest day of your life. I could have multiple great days in my life. Okay. Like look at this insane success. 7 straight ALCSs since they've moved over to, well, they had 3 years where they were rebuilding, but 7 straight ALCSs for this Astros squad. If the White Sox went to the ALCS twice in a row, I would go wild. Imagine all that success. I bear, I guarantee you I as we as White Sox fans and the rest of MLB pooh poo's the 2017 Astros championship because of the cheating. Guarantee Astros fans are like, hey, man, the ends justify the means. And now that we're not cheating, you see the still the success is continuing. And so, yeah, they lose Carlos Correa. They lose uh, George Springer, etc., etc. They lose Justin Verlander and then get him back. And the thing just keeps on rolling. It keeps on rolling because they have a good six, uh, success, success, uh, success, Model there, they lose their general manager for cheating. Then they lose their general manager after they win a World Series. Doesn't matter. Everything st- keeps yeah, on going. General manager because the owner's a weirdo and fired I mean, him. I mean, they fired him, but they lost him. I would have hundred percent love what the Astros doing. I don't like them as an organization, but what they do is win games. Even when everybody was counting them out earlier this year, they came back and won the division. And then where people were like, "Oh, you better watch out with the Minnesota Twins." Twins fans were asking for them and they got him. They got. The piece of the Astros and the Astros sent those people home packing so yeah 100% would take what the Astros are doing now than what the one White Sox World Series is because as people have said they've forgotten that World Series and also they can say it's a one-off with the Astros you can't say it's a one-off you say that they are the team you have to beat in the American League every single year
2: that question is a little flawed because that question comes with the trade-off being one World Series for two and so if the ultimate thing is that fans want to see a championship, obviously they'll take more than one championship over one. I think what the question should be is, do you trade the 2005 White Sox and their one good year and their one World Series for seven straight LCS appearances with no World Series? Yes. I've hit the button already. Yes. Are there any World Series appearances? Maybe. Maybe. But the okay. point is they never There's they no never, win because okay. the, the trade has to be even somehow. Right. Yeah. And so the even side on the on the White Sox side of it is, hey, they won the World Series. They won it all. The other trade is, yeah, you get to have a whole decade full of fun, but it never gets quite as fun as it did for that one time.
1: Since Herb is the only person that I thought would actually answer he would keep 2005 since his the greatest day of his greatest life is, day. is that yeah, day indeed. um that's why i asked you the question mm-hmm. i feel like the obvious answer is astros success because again if you just looked at f- from when the astros joined the american league they have owned the american league i mean this is like yankees level <laughs> from like you know the early 1900s uh, point at the uh, you know it's it's insane um I think, of course, that you would you take the Astros' recent success over just one World Series win in two thousand five. I think I'd probably still take the Astros' Sands World Series though too, just because again you are at the precipice each and every time. But I feel like that's just turning into the Dodgers. I mean, they have the one.
2: It's the Buffalo Bills, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the nine early nineties Buffalo Bills is what that. I'll take happy. I'll
0: take all that. The Braves fourteen straight. With only one, the Dodgers dominance in the NL with only one championship, the Astros, even if they had zero, all the times putting yourself in the position to actually win the championship, which we know is a kind of a crapshoot. We're seeing in this playoffs that it doesn't matter if you have 100 plus wins, you can get sent home quickly. And so putting yourself in the position to win the ultimate prize is the ultimate goal, not just the one offs that you get. The one off was great. Awesome, the best day of my life, but to do that every year is better.
1: I mean, yeah, it is early memories of a childhood for me, like AJ saying, mm. but also like, I don't know, I'd like some memories when I'm 26. It'd yeah. be nice. I mean, I'd like, yeah. to, you know, I. it'd be I, like, I. they've just lost 101 games. It'd be nice for them to win 90.
2: I think the, I think the, uh, There's recency bias in all of your answers here, right? (laughs) I mean, the idea is you know how the White Sox story turns out. Not only does it turn out that they don't win another World Series, it turns out that there are some of the worst seasons in franchise history in there as well. Not to mention that the Astros are good right now, right? Uh, We're talking about nearly 20 years since 2005. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you guys are talking about early childhood memories (laughs) right there. I mean... For some of us, that wasn't the case. And, you know, it, it, it was uh, uh, a different time in our lives when we were paying attention all the way, right? It wasn't just like, oh, the White Sox are on, but I also have a, you know, stuffed animal over here to play with kind of thing. You know, I'm making fun of you for being young, Sean. It's basically. Remember, what I'm doing,
0: but, Yeah, <laughs> you, you bring it up. What, 123 years? 123. 11 playoffs appearances. Yep. That to me says it all right there You've only had 11 shots to win it And you've won it three times I would want the seven shots That the Astros have got it And remember how wild we went When they won in back-to-back years Imagine going seven years in a row To the pinnacle of your league Yeah, I'll do that Instead of just the one time That was great, but still fleeting And as Vinny says Damn, it's 18 years ago It's a long fucking time ago Mm Mm-hmm yeah. I, hey, I'm.
1: I, I was once like seven, and yeah. now I'm. A, a, I can drive a car. I can drink alcohol. So the White know.
0: Sox, literally, your experience with the White Sox is like my experience with the Bears. I was and seven mine,
2: and mine with the Bulls. Yeah,
0: I was yeah. seven when they won the Super Bowl, and it's been bad since. Yeah. And some some kids,
1: you know, experience with Connor Bedard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. In two years, they're gonna be winning the Stanley Cup, and then there you except awesome. Connor
2: Bedard's like basically the same age as them.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's why. <Yeah>, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's going to be doing this for a very long time. They showed
2: that picture on the uh, on the game the other night of him, uh, him and was it Marty St. Louis or whatever? And when he from when he was like ten years old oh, playing yeah. in something, he just looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, who uh, was it, St. Louis? Well, they had a couple, I, right. but they had they oh, also God. had him with the guy that was on the Penguins or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and Crosby the, or yeah. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's weird. I mean, then Fantalia—he's
1: eighteen too. He's doing the same thing. I'm not, I'm not going to start talking about hockey. Um, anyways, uh, so anyway, the point playoffs are very weird. Yeah, and we've kind of seen this. First round bye has been a talking point. Orioles have the first round bye. they get bounced. Um, the Dodgers. Dodgers have the first round bye. they get bounced, and the Diamondbacks jump to the pool. Um, the Braves are on the brink of elimination tonight. Uh, and if they lose Philly advances, um, the only team that would be able to, you know, survive the buy is the Astros who uh, defeated the twins. Um, Brian Cashman recently described the playoffs as a crapshoot and, and Jerry Depoto, the general manager of the uh, Seattle manager, said, uh, "If you go back and look in a decade, those teams that win 54% of the time always wind up in the postseason, and then more often than not, wind up in a World Series. So there's your bigger p- picture process. Nobody wants to hear that the goal is to win 54% of the time. Uh, one, you're going to well, one year you're going to win 60% of the time. Another, you're going to win 50% of the time. It's whatever. But over the time, uh, that mindset gets you there." Um, Of winning the World Series. Um, And there was a study from Cornell that shows in MLB, an astounding best of 75 series is needed to match the NBA's uh, best of seven fairness. So basically they did the probability and MLB's probability um, is closer to a 50-50 coin flip. Uh, where, you know, the NBA is closer to like the odds for a Harlem Globetrotters game. Um, Like it is truly like usually the best team wins 80% of the time in the NBA. And Um,
2: historically, though, historically, from a baseball standpoint, the NBA, a lot of those series, are a wider gap of of quality mm-hmm. right the 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 number one seed against the number eight seed if you were to take the the eighth best team and then in the, in the uh, uh american league and put them up against the orioles that'd be a lot different than putting the rangers up against and them right
1: that's great uh, to add too because this was a study done around 2017 so this was before the playoff even expanded in, mm-hmm. in major league baseball to the point where you know we're looking at it now um so what what do you make of just the idea of of winning the AL Central, like, is that a fine enough goal? Because again, it's it's a it's a ticket into the postseason. You look at the Diamondbacks. At what point did they think, hey, we're going to win the, the the postseason? Like, if you are doing it correctly to the point where you're trying to, you know, dominate the AL West, mm-hmm. uh, like the the Houston Astros, um, what does that look like? Um, you know, I, I don't know if I trust Chris Getz because this is his first time doing uh, this job and yada yada yada. But like. You know, I think there is something to just winning the division, no, just with the way that the playoffs are now turning out.
0: Yes, getting in the playoffs is paramount. It's the thing that you should shoot for when you start the season as any team. But setting yourself up as a team that only is supposed to be just better than the Twins, Guardians, Royals and Tigers, I think is setting yourself up for failure. So, yes, you, If the Twins had a successful season, they won the AL Central, they won a series, and they got dismissed by the Astros. I guarantee the fans are a little sore today, but after a while, after everything calms down, they're like, man, we did a good job. We can build off of this. But I guarantee next year, like, being in the same spot that we were this year is not going to be satisfying enough we need to get to the alcs that was our stair step too when we went to 20 and 21 we're like we just get dismissed in the first round of both of those years great years and the first time we went back to the back awesome job by the white Sox. but i think you just don't set your sights at the the lowness the low bar of the al central winning is great but then you got to say okay the astros are where we need to be and can we beat them in the playoffs if we can cool I get, you know, focusing on the teams that you can beat, but also now it's different than it was before because you play them fewer times this year. You play them only 13 times than the 19 used to play them. So those games don't mean as much as they used to. So yeah, it's very valuable to get in the playoffs. And we got in the playoffs this year, I would say, hey, great job White Sox, but also we need more. We thirst for more because you promised us more. So yeah, getting in the playoffs is good, but it's not enough for this team, especially when you were promised multiple championships, multiple bites at the apple.
2: Everything's relative, right? Everything's relative, and that not only applies to teams going from one season to the next, but I think teams going in the same season, right? The White Sox lost 101 games, and if if I told you next year they're going to win the AL Central, everybody in the world should agree, wow, that is a tremendous job. They had a fantastic season in 2024. But when you get to the playoffs, the goal changes. Oh, yeah. Or let's say you have a giant lead in... August or September right then the goal changes right all of a sudden it's oh well are we the best team in in baseball we should be trying to beat we should be trying to beat that here's the thing if Chris gets or whoever says be at spring training next season if I if I or whoever asked him what, the, what are the expectations for this year what would make a successful season and he said winning the AL Central he'd be right but you're not supposed to say that no And so I think by bringing that up, by bringing up what he did at his introductory press conference, by Jerry mentioning it that day, by other people mentioning that, hey, we got to get in a position where we can win the AL Central. It's a weak division. Take a look. That was probably a PR from a PR standpoint, not the greatest thing to say, because now folks like yourself are like, well, what do you mean only win the AL Central? Even though, of course, winning the AL Central would be a great thing. This team just lost 101 games. So everything's relative. I think if you were to ask the Twins even with the last few years they've had some success the last few years we know all them losing to the yankees all the time in the playoffs right they probably would have said yeah we've we've done the whole win in the al central thing now it's time to be better the astros they probably Mm. don't care about winning another al west ever now granted they should they won something that's good right but they have their sights on something bigger every year because of where they are i'm not saying anybody should feel anything but win the world series every year that's fine but like you said A, be happy when your team does something good, like the Twins fans and and the Twins should just do right now. Also, all that stuff can evolve, and it doesn't have to just be in the confines of one year to the next year. It can be completely fluid. It can be one month to the next, one week to the next, depending
0: on how everything's going for you. And that's why the 22 year was so disappointing, because we were stair-stepping, and then we fell off. And so that's where our expectations were, not just winning the AL Central or getting them playoffs. It was getting to the ALCS or... Further.
1: Right. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just saying baby steps. Again, this team lost 101 games. Like, you know, of course, it'd be great to win the World Series. One team does it There's 30 teams One team does it The Dodgers have done it once In this whole entire span And they spend 200 million dollars Every fucking year The White Sox Don't do that Bryce Harper The guy hitting home runs In the postseason They had a meeting with him They didn't sign him They didn't make him an offer Okay So it doesn't seem like This team's serious About winning a World Series Because if they were They'd be signing Zach Wheelers And Bryce Harper Okay So I don't care About the World Series goal That's what the Dodgers And Red Sox And Yankees do The, The White Sox Aren't that the White Sox have gone to the playoffs 11 times in 123 years? Who is he yelling at right now? I don't know exactly in the
0: ether, it's just that the earth,
1: but it's just like, of course, that should be the goal for any baseball team. But the 2005 White Sox were 22 to 1, uh, favorites or whatever, uh, odds to win the World Series in 2005, and then they w- went 11 and 2. Or whatever, eleven, 11 and one, one yeah. right? Like no one would have predicted that the White Sox would have went eleven and one because baseball's playoff is a is a crapshoot. Like they shouldn't have dominated the Red Sox as they did. Uh, El Duque shouldn't have got out of that jam in in Fenway, you know. And that ball wasn't actually dropped what? by the Angels. And so AJ shouldn't have been at first base. Um, Scott Podsednik hit a, a walk-off home run. Like, I mean, come on. There was break after break after magic. break. Um, a magic. The, the Astros couldn't score a run in, at, at all. Top-notch like,
0: pitching. When you've got Freddy Garcia going to the bump, it's tough to get runs. Yeah, hey, when, when, when Jose Contreras
1: can palm a softball or whatever he can, uh, you know, wrap his... Put it in his from, middle yeah. fingers. Um, it's insane. Middle little separation. Like, I, I don't want... Jerry Reinsdorf and Chris Gale gets to have success on what they're selling and to you know to, for this process to be rewarded but also I don't want to watch a bad baseball team um but just realistically thinking about this like if the the, the biggest rumor for this team with 13 roster spots to fill is they're kicking the doorstep or and kicking the uh, the dust off the old silk cat of uh Salvi Perez and Whit Merrifield like well, it's,
2: Octo- it's early October. Yeah, but her, I mean... But, the I, largest rumor that half the teams are still playing. Remember the r- <laughs> uh, reaction Herb
1: had when I said, uh, go sign Adam Duvall?
0: It wasn't bad. It Don't was go just set like, the market. It was just... Uh, I remember... The, the, Perez was just so White the thing
2: that's sticking with me is when you suggested they get... Uh, they get, Who was it? Sonny Gray and Michael Lorenzen. And he was like, uh No. He <laughs> <It> was like... <laughs> Currently, it's Jesse Schultons and Tukey Toussaint. So who,
0: why why are you being picky? I'm very picky about a team that's terrible, right. and they have terrible pitchers. i uh, like, oh, those good pitchers. Fuck that. <laughs> Give me great pitchers. <laughs> Let's take a break. team that I've never watched apparently operate before ever in life, <laughs> giving big money to big-time pitchers. you see Aaron Noel pitch the other day? I man, did, yeah. Man. you would be so, a free agent. You know who we're going to get? His brother, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> You,
1: know, you can play catcher, second, left, right, center, first, third. Yeah, probably pitch if you ask him to. Hey, come on through. Oh, his brother can do Not it. going to go. Hey, we got some super chats. Uh, we'll get to them after a break, uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about Jose Abreu, uh, Vinny's article, and how that uh, inner weaves with Sal Perez and Whit Merrifield coming to the South Side. Um, let's let you know though about our friends over at Sunnyside Cannabis Dispensary, obviously who made us feel good this week in Chicago sports.
0: Salvador It wasn't Salvador Perez? I, I won money again last night. I'm gonna. They're so low on these uh, over shots on goal. Last night I was like, let's go four. That was done done by the second period. The guy go. got six last night. Herbie hockey. He's a champion. <laughs> I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be watching hockey for that reason only. Just for him to go over on shots on goal. To bet. They're going to have to make that like an impossible thing for me not to bet it. This is a weed read. I, yeah. I, he made <laughs> me feel good. I'm telling you go. Sunnyside that made me feel great. <laughs> Sunnyside Cannabis
1: Dispensary is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kind of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside is everything you need to elevate your football season or hockey. Mm-hmm. Hockey's going along football going along i think it's a uh, day nine of 50 straight days of football um hawks are off i think until saturday but still uh, you can head over to sunnyside uh they will take care of you no matter where you are in your cannabis journey they have easy online ordering and in-store pickup to make it easy and they have a great transparent loyalty program sunnyside reward it's rewards it's illinois's favorite dispensary herb just tried out the uh, river no The River North one. The River North one. uh, He's typically uh, checking out the Wrigleyville one. They got an Elmwood Park one. Uh, They got one all the way up in South Beloit. They have you covered all throughout this great state. I think we figured out their most southern uh, location is uh, Springfield. So uh, there you go. Uh, From north, south, east, west, Sunnyside has you covered uh, with all their great house of brands like Mindy's, Good News, Cresco, High Supply, Florcal, Wonder, and Revity. And now through October 15th, only three days left, so act fast. Head to sunnyside.shop. And use code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. One use per customer. Again, CHGO25. Use code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. One use per customer. Not stackable with other promotions. And that's not only for new customers. Anyone can use our code at sunnyside.shop. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season. must be 21 plus or an Illinois MedCard holder. Vinny.
2: Well, Sean, last week... The wife and I, we had some friends over to the apartment. We're doing that adult thing entertaining, right? Mm. And I look in the fridge and I'm like, there's, there's no beverages in here. There's nothing to drink. We have to pick something up on the way home from work so we have something to drink. We gotta get some beer. What do people like? You know what people like, Sean? They like the Goose Island 312. And so, we went over to the Jules. We got a nice 15er of the Goose Island 312 and it was a, hon- a honking good time was had by all. I thought there was gonna be a honk. I, I, honk, honk, I think I that it that's hot, hot, hot. Yeah. There it is. see. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that was You're live. Fine. That was that was live audio from the get together. Everybody grabs a three and two, and they just start honking.
1: It's crazy that you actually open that box and they, they that that it comes alive. <sharp> <sharp> it's a loud fridge. Yeah,
2: yeah, but yeah, but let's say you know that uh, Chicago's beer company, which has been around since 1988, and one of our find supporters here at CHgo the Goose Island beer Company say you want a, a little more variety say you you've finished off the 15er of the three one two maybe you get an Oktoberfest. maybe you get one of herb's favorite the beer hugs right maybe you get one of them it's full tricky. pocket pillses you know that all that all that stuff's good and so <laughs> you can grab any of it plus brewery exclusive beers at the uh, original brew house in on Clyburn Avenue over in Lincoln Park been there, or you can go to the tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown, been there, Uh, and then, or if you just, if you're hankering for some more honking, you can go down to the CHGO Bears tailgate, and you could get all you could drink. Goose has got you covered from every angle, so, you know, you go ahead, you have some fine, delicious Goose Island Beer Company, because that is Chicago's beer.
1: I love that I gave you guys reads. Nice. Good job. And I appreciate the honk. That uh, <laughs> you, you transported me into a, a goosely world. There you go. Um, all right, let's uh, jump into your article from today again. Check it out at allchgo.com. dot um, I didn't I didn't, I didn't really think of it this way, but um, you know Salvador Perez making over twenty million dollars, and he's bringing clubhouse leadership. And hey, it sounds like the guy who's playing first base for the Houston Astros that <laughs> you let walk out the door, mm. um, who also said when he signed with the Astros that. Wasn't really a family. So Not I mean, is it is it because of Pedro? Is it, I mean, I know that I've I bring up the whole past connections before, and I know it's a very easy crutch to lean on. Jerry Reinsdorf rehired Tony LaRusso after a mistake you know, that was like 35 years old. So I, I'm kind of, especially with this organization, I believe in the past connection. So like, is it truly just because of the bond between Griffol and Perez that we're hearing about this rumor again?
2: Well, listen, there's a lot going on here, and I think that's why I wrote about it today because, man, you could really smash these two stories together and and, and really go through it. According to Bruce Levine over at The Score, the Sox are interested in pursuing both Salvador Perez, who's currently under contract with the Kansas City Royals, and Witt Merrifield, who is a former Royal, has a mutual option for $18 million to stick with the Blue Jays. If he turns that down after a Sean dun-dun-dun all-star season, um, (laughs) he will probably hit the free agent market and he will probably cost somewhere in that $20 million range, right? You don't turn down that option if you're going to make less. Meanwhile, Salvi Perez, $20 million in 2024, $22 million in 2025, and a team option for I believe it's around 18 in 2026 with a little bit of a buyout on there as well. But here's the thing. As we've talked about, the money is what jumps out at me because whether or not you think that Sal Perez could come in here and be a very productive catcher, whether or not you think that his best days are not behind him, whether or not you think uh, that uh, he, he is capable or not, of continuing to be a impactful player, he makes $20 million. The White Sox need to go out and get, as you mentioned, about 13 other things. They've got so much on their to-do list. The guy we talked about yesterday, Tim Anderson, if they decline that team option, that's another thing they have to go out and find. Are you going to spend $20 million on a 30-something slugger who, granted, fills one of your needs. They need catcher. Uh, they need a catcher, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Obviously, is aging. Obviously, the numbers are not good. He was a below-average hitter this year. Uh, He cost $20 million. Jose Abreu, who you had the opportunity to sign last year to bring back, signed a roughly $60 million contract over three years with the Houston Astros. He's out there hitting home runs to eliminate your, the White Sox's, number one rival from the playoffs. Uh, Obviously, he just had the worst year of his career. I don't think anybody out there is saying, boy, I wish the White Sox and their 101 loss team had Jose Abreu and his 680 OPS, uh, you know, in 2023. His season that was worse than Andrew Vaughn, just at the plate. Oh, he was awful this year. Right, now, right, supposedly, right. he played most of it hurt, but still, he was not good. That being said, if you're, if you're one of your top priorities, if you're the White Sox, right, apparently, according to this report, they want to go get Sal Perez, is to go get a 30-something slugger with, mm-hmm. declining, with who was a, uh, a below-average hitter this mm-hmm. year, who makes $20 million, mm-hmm. and who has rave reviews as a positive presence in the clubhouse and as a team leader. Why didn't you just re-sign Jose Abreu last year? And this, and, this guy has the catcher aging curve. And, gra- and granted, granted, different decision-making teams, right? That was Rick Hahn and Kenny Williams who were who were making the calls there. This is Chris Getz and all his new guys who we've been talking about. Uh, you know, Pedro Graffol was not hired until November. Did they did that have anything to do with, with Abreu? Maybe Abreu doesn't fit with what Pedro wanted to do versus Perez uh, at least Pedro knows Perez and knows that he would fit with what he would do. Again, it seems like it was the same thing. These were the same guys. To me, Abreu had, not just to me, statistically, Abreu had a much better track record. 35-year-old Abreu had a much better track record than 33-year-old Perez does at the moment. Perez has played 10 full seasons in the major leagues. I'm wiping out the first two years. He only played about a combined 100 games. And then the 2019, he didn't play at all because he had an injury. Ten full seasons for Perez in the in the major leagues. Half of them, the OPS Plus has been below 100. He's been a below average major league hitter statistically in half of those seasons, despite making an all-star team in eight of them. So, Sean, you get a point uh, there on your anti-all-star stance. Okay. Um, and, and half of them have been great, right? The guy led the American League in home runs two years ago, led yeah. the American League in RBIs two years ago. But when you're talking about Jose Abreu, he had never been a below average major league hitter until this year. His, his on-base percentage was 320 or way, way higher his entire career. Sal Perez, I think, has had an on-base percentage over 300 three times. Like, again, I don't want to have the whole Jose Abreu, should he be on the White Sox debate again, because he isn't and he's not going to be. But it says something that last year, they didn't want to bring him back. And this year, we're hearing rumors tying them to a player who fits that description quite a bit. And has not been as good statistically, not been as uh, consistently productive as Abreu has.
0: Multiple things here, and that's good. That was a good summation, Vinny. What's the White Sox problem with their hitters? What do we go over the other day with the White Sox? They chase too many pitches. Guess who also chases way too many fucking pitches? Salvador Perez. He doesn't help your problem with being patient. He doesn't help your problem with hitting home runs. He is not a power hitter like that anymore. That was two years ago. And so bringing him here for leadership is bad. You are the manager, Pedro. If you can't lead, you don't need lieutenants to have your battle cry go on. And then secondly... Whit Merrifield, it's a mutual option between him and the Blue Jays. I think he's making like $10 million this year, Whit Merrifield. The Blue Jays are going to say, hell no. I'm good. Really good. I think Whit's going to be like, hey, let me hit that button. Yeah, $18 million sounds great. The Blue Jays are like, eh, it's been real, brother. Get your ass out of here. Um, and for the White Sox to go after that dude, who's thirty-five, thirty six himself and did not have a good year himself offensively. Like defensively, he is probably perfect White Sox. He plays second base, he plays right field at a decent clip. And so they would be, you know, enamored with that versatility and then if you only have to pay him like 12 13 15 million dollars to be like oh yeah it's great we get two players in one um, like a Ben Zobris type of type of player no he is long in the tooth and not what the White Sox need moving forward so I just don't understand why the moves that they're making are not congruent you have great or good applauded by most people front office hires And Josh Barfield, uh, Brian Bannister, and Gene Watson. You have people like, okay, I see what you're doing, White Sox. I see you. You're out here getting people from outside the organization, and those are good hires. Good job. And then from Bruce, he had to get it from somewhere. They're either leaking it to them. Or somewhere, and Bruce is not just making this out of whole cloth. As we have already talked about this, they tried to trade for him at the trade deadline, right? Wasn't that a rumor? They were interested in in trading for him. So it's all there where they're trying to get a guy who is not only not good at what he does anymore. He's not a good catcher either. He can throw people out, but framing, all that extra stuff that catchers are supposed to do, not great. So I don't understand why they're so hellbent. On these two players and I hope this is egg on Bruce's face after a while and he's just reporting it and it could just be rumors and you say hey man that's what I was told blah 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 and I hope at the end of the January or February we're like "Remember <laughs> we had those Salvi Perez Merrifield uh, rumors hilarious but we're just smoke there's fire this team wants to be the Royals for some damn reason as if the Royals are the standard you need to be in the even in the AL Center they're not the standard they're not the standard anywhere. Not even probably even in Missouri. Look on the other side. It's the it's the Cardinals. The
1: smoke and fire thing. Like I, I. I think it was August. I, I woke uh, in the middle of the night and standing at the middle, of, at the end of my bed was a screenshot from Jeff Passon saying the White Sox have agreed with a contract to Whit Merrifield, um, you know, timestamp for December of 2023, right?
2: You're having visions now? It, yeah, it was horrible.
1: It was, a, it was a fear. It was a nightmare. It, it awoke me uh, in the middle of the night. you like a um, psychic character. Yeah. And, and then, uh, I mean, the Salvi Perez thing, I mean, this has been going on since December 2022 i mean this is almost a year long uh the first report of this was from ken rosenthal back in december uh the royals are uh, not inclined to move perez um but uh wrote that the white Sox were looking to kick the tires on a deal uh, back in december of 2022 uh and then uh in spring training uh like one of the first days uh chuck garfine spoke with Salvador Perez who talked about how much he loved uh, uh, Garofalo. Pedro Garofalo, uh saying everyone knows that I love him like my dad uh, I seriously thank God that he put Pedro in my life I've got five gold gloves at least four I won because of him uh, and there's just a ton I was getting emotional a little bit when they hired Matt Quatraro. I always wanted him to be the manager here of course but things happen for a reason I think he's in a great organization I think he's going to be fine all the players on the White Sox are going to love him uh, the kind of guy he He is the personality he has. He's going to be fine with everybody. Um, It's weird not seeing him here. Like, I mean, this was the first thing that he was saying in spring training. And then Joel Sherman at the trade deadline. Royals entertained offers for Salvador Perez. Not dead, but unlikely he's moved. Uh, Marlins had interest, also the White Sox. And then Bob had the White Sox and Kansas City Royals were engaged in serious trade discussions for all-star catcher Salvador Perez on the deadline day before the White Sox simply weren't giving up the uh, prospects the Royals sought. So I mean, it seems like there's a lot of smoke. Yeah. Like I don't know like, if Bruce is just pulling this out of thin air. Uh, I, I am just scared. I don't understand it because again, like the the idea of clubhouse presence, you thought that Jose Abreu had that, and it just it maybe it didn't vibe with Pedro Guffols, but it does seem like Salvador Perez is... Leadership
2: does. If 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 you had to look at the hypothetical positives of a hypothetical move that obviously has not happened and wouldn't for many weeks while the playoffs are still going on, um, Salvador Perez is not like this terrible guy to get right. He mm. let Sorry, me explain. <laughs> uh, he he uh, from a clubhouse standpoint, sure. Right from a guy that wants to come in. Listen, we were talking about Ben and Tendi being. Having that relationship with Pedro, knowing what he wanted to do, that being a positive, maybe he could show the rest of the team by his example what Pedro wanted this team to be. Obviously, that's what Salvador Perez would do, right? That being said, Salvador Perez's offensive contributions, which at times have been otherworldly good, have not been so consistent that you would expect them to repeat themselves if he came to the White Sox. Plus, White Sox br- would have to give up players. This would yes. be a trade. They would have to give, give up uh, guys in order for him to come aboard. Guys, that to me does not sound like they're rebuilding. If you want to go out and get 33-year-old Salvador Perez, if you want to go out and get 34-year-old Whit Merrifield, those are not rebuilding moves. If those come first... You know, we kept we keep talking about we don't know where the White Sox necessarily are going to be going until it gets to the end of the offseason. We see all the items that they can cross off this to-do list. If the to-do list starts with going and getting a couple guys in their mid-30s, that seems like they would be going to compete. That would seem to me to require them to pick up Tim Anderson's option. That would seem to me to require them to go out and get this starting pitching because if you're going to put two guys in their mid-30s in the middle of your lineup. You better have the pitching to back it up, Right. So the 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 confusion here to me becomes if the longer term approach is the way that you're going to go, why are you getting these guys at all? Because you would have to give up players, young players, in order to get Salvador Perez in the first place, mm-hmm. which would seem to work against the idea of building for the long term, right? And then on top of it, like I just said, you're adding these veteran players who wouldn't necessarily... They would have, obviously demand multi-year contracts, but they would, uh, you know, not... Necessarily fit in with a quote unquote long term plan. At least the way we're used to seeing it, right? With from a White Sox perspective of, hey, here's Tim Anderson, Moncada, Aloy, Luis, Robert, Fawn. They're all going to be here for the next eight years, so they've got they're all going to be together. Look how we're set up. Didn't work out that way. But my point being that, like, that's what you look at. You look at the Orioles. You look at the Braves as teams that are set up for the long term. Going to get Perez and Merrifield. That's a very short term. Those are two very short term moves and. I guess it shows confidence that they think a lot of these guys are going to turn it around, right? A lot of the guys that they have right now are going to turn it around and produce a competitive team right away. But um, as we sit here not knowing what direction they're going to take, if those moves were to happen – to me, that's a very convincing argument that they're going in a very specific direction.
0: I would have problems with Salvador Perez if he wasn't a Kansas City Royal, if he had the same stats and he was on some other team like San Francisco Giants, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But he is on the Kansas City Royals. Think about them saying, you know what, get your ass off of my team and go in our division, play us 13 times. And yeah, we're going to accept some players back with a very... Depleted farm system the White Sox already have, and they didn't even agree to a minor leaguer back in August that the Kansas City Royals wanted. I'm guaranteeing White Sox had interest then, and they're having these rumors now. Kansas City is like, let's go, man. We're going to get our guy that we wanted in August for Salvador Perez. We don't have to pay that man $20 million for the next two years. Baby, let's get him off my team immediately. So the willingness of Kansas City getting rid of him gives me pause already for that, too. Well, so it's like we're getting a reject from Kansas City with a guy that was there for 10 plus years in uh, Pedro Graffal. And the same thing with Salvador Perez. What are we doing, White Sox? Why are we taking their stuff that they don't want? They've shown you that they don't want. That they're going to promote A.J. Melendez up to catcher who can't catch. And they're going to have a guy from the uh, Tampa Bay team be their new manager instead of the guy they had there forever and known his skills. This is what's giving me pause because the Royals are saying, we don't want him. The 100-plus lost Royals, just like the White Sox said, mm, he's a leader, but we can't use him here.
2: Well, I wouldn't go quite that far. You know what I mean? This is a guy who I be, was it either the last offseason or the offseason prior. They made their team captain. I mean, this is a guy that is a franchise icon in that town, right? He is. He's not nothing. You know, he, no, he's, he's not nothing. And and I think that, um, you know, listen— He's an upgrade for the White Sox, too, by the way. Because right now, the White Sox have Corey Lee and Carlos Perez as their two catchers. Salvador Perez, offensively, is better than those two guys. There's just no question. He had 23 home runs this year. Corey Lee had five hits. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're... And I mean, here's the... I mean, seriously. Like... Like to be fair, you're doing you're you're doing the same thing I just made fun of with the Sonny Gray and the Michael Lorenzen thing, right? But he's not
0: good though. Sure, but he's much better than what the White Sox I mean, have. Better than the White. You've lost Sean and, already. And done. Whit, Whit Merrifield. You might
2: not like Whit Merrifield, but Whit Merrifield is a hell of an upgrade over what the White Sox currently have. It's if it's Wit Merrifield or Lenine Sosa, I think you'd want Whit Merrifield, right?
0: I mean, in a vacuum, yes, right. <laughs> Oh, wow, Sean's, Sean's broken Carlos
1: Perez And Corey Lee Had 15 hits
2: <laughs> Yeah And Carlos Perez and Carlos, and Carlos Perez Had 10 of them Hey
0: yeah. But former White size catcher Sebby Zavallo NLCS Wow Sean We lost Sean's gone
1: Steve sucks so badly
0: Corey, Corey Yeah
2: Corey Lee had 5 hits It's not great Did, oh Do you God. have a favorite uh was well, home run. One. one of them was a home run yeah. at least, yeah. In Kansas City. Yeah. So, That's like
0: the whole season. Oh my God!
2: Huh? Is that no? The whole... He only played the last month. So obviously, oh, okay, okay, okay. obviously, I, I was a little. Yeah. I
0: was like, wait. a and minute. And listen, he he he's he's not was good a, though.
2: He was a he was a, a well thought of prospect. It's it's you. If you want to develop, if they want to develop him, if they were to say we're going into the season with Corey Lee as our number one catcher, and it's a developmental kind of thing, you go okay. You traded for him, fine. You know what I mean? Like that. He's a well thought of guy. You want to wait for Edgar Caro to get here? Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. But again. It's about the direction they want to take this this organization. And having Salvador Perez and Whit Merrifield take it in a very specific direction, having Corey Lee sit here and develop and Edgar Caro develop takes it in another very specific direction, in my opinion.
0: Well, I mean, I said it before that Salvador Perez is going to be a White Sox just because the White Sox suck and they do these dumbass moves. So when it happens, I'm just going to be very really sad. 20 million dollars the world's got to eat some of that money for me to just why would they i don't know what could they get back that would cause them to eat that money uh, something i don't know some promising single a player where they're like oh we didn't expect this because trading for me already is dumb for the white Sox. secondly if you're gonna get and assume 20 million dollars somebody put it last night bryce harper is an average annual value is $25 Twenty-five million dollars, and you're gonna pay five million less for a worse player that is not gonna be playing for your team after two years. It's like, what are we doing? We're like they're penny wise and pound foolish. They could have just paid Bryce Harper twenty-five million dollars for thirteen years, like he wanted, and st- and ha- not had this problem. Yeah, no. I and he don't. was a, he used to be a catcher. I guarantee he's a better catcher than Salvador Perez still. But probably. Hey, <laughs> uh, I I mean now after Tommy John though, I don't know if he's gonna be able to throw
1: around a second. Um, but. Oh, we do have. I, we totally missed the super chat. Sorry. Um, oh yeah, sorry about that. KPW. The one thing though is like we just don't know what the strategy is. Like right. with Jerry Depoto saying like we're trying to win fifty four percent of our games. You know, over a ten year span, the teams that have done that the Dodgers, Yankees, Cardinals, Guardians, Astros. That seems like a pretty good. Okay,
2: hey again, Jerry Depoto, but again, seems pretty smart. But again, not it, not maybe something you shouldn't say. Right, and he had to issue <laughs> an apology.
1: But like, why? Like, if it. A strategy to try to be the team out of the third, like the one out of 30, you have to get to the playoffs. We are trying to last 162 games to get to the playoffs each and every year to get a chance. Like, that seems like a pretty smart strategy. To I'm be. not saying he's wrong, know, it just isn't it, I, a
2: smart public relations. Yeah, that's all. People need to be smarter. <laughs>
1: um, like, I mean, like, if, if the White Sox ha- did that and, and won 54% of their games over the next 10 years, I'd be thrilled, I'd be ecstatic, uh, ecstatic, and um. I don't think that starts with getting Salvador Perez. I got more stats. Um, I'm just thrown off. Uh, but the point is that Chris Getz says he has a short and long-term plan, but we just, we have no idea what that involves. And the only inkling, the only rumor is this Salvador Perez thing. So I get why you're nervous, Herb. It's like, you know. It's happening. Kansas City gave the opposite of a hometown discount to Salvador Perez. Mm-hmm. Right? They were like, oh, you know, you won us a World Series. We'll give you, you know, for your time. You're uh, going to be consistently an all-star, or whatever. You're going to sell jerseys. You know he's more valuable to Kansas City than anybody else. I just don't understand.
0: Well, going and getting Bobby
2: him. Witt now, probably. Oh, than any other team. you Yeah, mean. right. Yeah, like, you yeah, know, sure.
0: Salvador Perez is more important. Than yeah, give me any that guy. Team. Give me that. Well, let's downshift to D- Vinny Pesquintino. Give me him. If we're going to go be getting. But the race. then
2: you've got to find a place for the guy in the Sasquatch costume to walk around. That
1: sounds great. I'll well, find they it. They found it in Colorado. I'll find um, a way. Yeah. The. Uh, I am Mother Ever um, What's the matter I don't know I I, I, I thought I, You want to read the super chats I guess so Man This sucks uh, Kirk saying uh, Thank you for the super chat uh, The AL Central Peak Is taking one game From the Astros you know, Currently Did that yeah. in two, 2021 hey, The White Sox Did that in One
0: 2023 One series And then one game Versus the Astros Give me up Sign me up for that I'm in Right But no but
1: it, it, The Twins did it Didn't the Astros Do it last year too the Astros do what? Took a game from the Astros. I think The Twins? Oh, you mean the, the, oh, the Guardians. Kurt is saying the, oh, yeah. the AL Central's peak oh. is just every single year they get to beat the Astros yep. once in the For playoffs because yeah. yeah. the White Sox did it in 2021. Correct, yes. Um, KPW saying with $5 super chat with Canadian money. Surprised we take that. Um, my Bucks thought in. on the uh, all the eliminated teams plus Atlanta is they all had starting pitching questions going in, uh, but they all had batting out- outings by guys. Uh, yeah, we could bring up that Lance Lynn thing. That'd be uh, interesting. Uh, so... Four yeah. guys hit four home runs in one inning.
2: All off of Lance Lynn. All off of Lance yeah. Lynn.
1: And one guy did it twice. Moreno did it twice. That one I'm I'm pretty sure it was fair. I mean, and not, then they said yeah. it was foul. And then they said, okay, well, you'll give you another shot and boom, there he goes. Hits another one. So I I I thought that was hilarious. And yeah, I mean the Dodgers thing makes a lot of sense because I think they literally had like 20 injured pitchers throughout this year but that's the whole thing about 162 is like you got to get into 162 and if you're not the healthiest team if you're not the the team that's ready to most uh, attack
2: you won't win are you ready for this what so lance lynn led uh baseball in allowing in home runs allowed during the regular season Mm -hmm. then he gave up four last night Mm -hmm. that brings his grand total for 2023 to 48 home runs
0: it's a lot it's a A lot lot of of home
1: runs what what was the i think floyd banister doesn't he have the record for most in a season, I thought that was the one thing. Or mm, thirty-eight, yeah. The white the White Sox record was thirty-eight. So Floyd Bannister, Brian Bannister's father in nineteen eighty-seven, gave up thirty-eight home runs. That was the White Sox
0: franchise record. Lance Lynch gave up ten more than that,
2: including a playoff game, including yeah, a playoff right, game. And
0: I get the Dodgers and their fans complaining, but also the Dodgers fans need to look no further than the Texas Rangers, who lost Jacob DeGrom. Max Scherzer, John Gray, and still dominate it. Dominate the best team in the American League. With pitching. With, with their pitchers, yeah. yes. So, And to be fair, it's what the Dodgers did
2: all season. Yeah. Well, and so the Dodgers, the Dodgers pitching staff was hurt all year, and they still ran away with the NL West against the team that ended up beating them in the playoffs. And to be fair, the Rangers are going to do exactly
1: what the White Sox aren't going to do and go pay for major league pitching, and they're going to just pick projects for Brian Bannister and say, go fix them. Um, like, I mean, that's basically what the White Sox plan is. They're not going to go pay for, uh, Eovaldi or Heaney or so Perez sense, or, I mean, th- th- like there's Dunning. like, yeah, I mean, I guess they didn't mm-hmm. pay for him, but they probably would have paid for Lance Lynn if he was still on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, again, that's just, it's, it's a budget thing I think for, with this team, but, uh, to speak of budget and to speak of trades, we'll take a break in just a second. What I was trying to say I was frustrated couldn't, that I couldn't get out maybe Moncada is included because, again, he's worth $24 million. You know, we'll pay the rest of Perez's deal uh, if you take on Moncada for a year for $24 million. I brought up the Benintendi thing. I know, I know, I know, I know, but maybe, just maybe, uh, it is less money and that's the whole thing with well, the Royals I is they're a smaller that. operating But I think the Royals,
2: when you make a trade like that, aren't you looking for, you're looking for guys that are young that can help your team with a long-term situation, right? I mean, like, Certainly, Andrew Benintendi. I mean, yeah, he's under contract, but he's not going to do that for them because he's older. Moncada is younger, but like they've had a front row seat to Yoan Moncada being hurt the last however many years. Like, why would they do that? I don't
0: know. I, I don't know. I don't know why the White Sox would acquire. Seven <laughs> and I or guarantee replies. Yoan Moncada would dominate down in Kansas City. Absolutely dominate. Why? It's last year. Twenty four million. He's oh, done that, not in the White Sox anymore home runs. Contract Stop year, you Moncada is going to hit 35 homers. Yeah, and that's short porch in right field? Hell yeah. Oh, I mean, hey, you might just do it with the White Sox. A couple uh, triples
1: too. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and uh, we'll let you know about some of our sponsors and then I got some uh, stats uh, about Salvador Perez and Merrifield. I uh, want to let you know about Foco. Uh, our friends over at Foco, you can get fitted in the best sports gear around with them. They got hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Uh, not only do they have the Bears overalls, but I just saw a uh, Cubs pinstripe overall as well. So if you got a, maybe you just want to terrorize a White Sox fan in your life, go buy the, the Cubs overalls. Um, and uh, they have set decorations that uh, they've donated. Uh, we got the TA one right there. Uh, it's got the lovely thirty Sox 35th uh, red line facade. It got the, the, the front facing facade too. The nice south side jerseys on Tim. Uh, so go check them out at foco.com. They have an expansive selection, foco.com, or click the link in the description below for online pre-sale items. Just the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Also, want to let you know... oh. Uh, about our diehard program,
0: yes, podcasts and live shows every day on every team. We're the White Sox. We have the Cubs one that was going on in Studio A earlier in the day. The Bears went off, so you have it one team one a day each weekday. So join CHDO Whites our diehard. For the year postgame shows, which tonight we have the Bulls after their preseason post after their preseason game, you have a postgame show starting at 10 o'clock premium written content from guys like this Vinnie Duber, who is our CHGO White Sox beat reporter for all members at all and 20% off events. And Sarah, this Sunday, we got a we got a diehard event. We have a tailgate. There it is. We do, which I will be at. Oh, my God. Oh, oh yeah at the beginning right oh yeah i'm getting checking, there at 6 a.m checking and make Woo. sure you have your tickets and all that good stuff for the next three tailgates which sarah will be at this sundays x golf will be giving away a 200 dollars gift certificate to any of their chicagoland locations find x golf nearest you play x golf.com slash chicagoland it's a good time sarah's been to every one of them i've been to most of them starting with last year all the ones this year if you haven't been to a tailgate, it's in a new area like Surmac and right across from the, um, what, yeah, Wallbash and Surmac, right across from the White Castle. You get free Firewater Barbecue if you buy a ticket, free 312, <laughs> three free Goose Island, all you want all day long. So come on out. You get a free T-shirt when you become a Die Hard member and you get to join the members only Die Hard Discord like some of the people who are in this conversation right now are already part of. And as Sarah's flashing on those screen, diehard exclusive merchandise, like these meatball shirts in Chicago versus everybody. And that take the North shirts. So if you want to become a diehard, go to all CHGO.com right now and sign up, get 20% off of merch, 20% off of all the events. Join now. Yeah. And, uh, AJ is one of those people that's hanging out in the chat. Awesome. And he's a,
1: a, a diehard, uh, love uh, comment in the discord. Uh, my uh, watching Dodgers fans complain about how bad they have it is so infuriating. Uh, my team has three division titles in 20 years. Yours has like 15. My team's biggest offseason uh, acquisition is going to be a wash catcher and a geriatric <laughs> anti-vaxxer. <laughs> you are going to sign Otani. We are not the same. Uh, so Geria- he's geriatric and an anti-vaxxer? He's 35. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you guys would know about He's being... still
2: 34. He will become 35. Oh, okay.
1: Sorry, yeah. sorry to my... You'll need a cane here. 35-year-old pluses. Um, Alright, <laughs> let you know too about our friends over at ray chevy uh are you in the market for a new or used vehicle if you are then we have some great news for you because ray chevy in fox lake has joined the chgo team we are well aware of the ray price promise and they have made it very clear that it is not ray price's promise this is ray the ray price promise correct capital t ray price promise not ray price's promise former uh, country singer uh, correct cu- country legend ray price that's correct uh, it's a guarantee that the price you see online is the price you pay when you go into the dealership they found that in many cases other dealers will raise the price on you when you come into the dealership asking things like are you a recent college grad no are you active in the military i am not are you a farmer
2: Sarah says Sarah's not a farmer farmer. and in most cases the
1: answer will be no Uh, (laughs) and that's when the other dealers will raise the price on you saying the price online included limited rebates that you do not qualify for at Ray that's not the case the price you see online is the price you pay with no add-ons to the price Ever and in fact Ray will do everything possible to find additional savings for which you would for which may make the prior price lower for you uh, than you see online as one of the top del- selling dealers in the Midwest you will always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and right now you can save big at Ray Chevy during their truck or treat savings event because zero percent is back and now available on new silverado trucks the perfect tailgating vehicle so come into Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake and find the perfect vehicle uh, that you've been searching for and pay best of all pay zero hidden fees with the ray price promise visit ray chevrolet in fox lake or see all of those online uh, prices at raychevrolet.com serving the community since 1963 find new roads okay, okay. so want to share some stats you mentioned the all-star thing and how i, I kind of have you know
2: you're anti-all-star you poo poo all-star yeah. games you just, think they're meaningless
1: just like a, a, a vampire seeing the sun it's uh, very much like a <laughs> Like a a, a, a visceral reaction. Since 1995, that's the when the wild card was invented. um, And looking at players who made the American League All Star and had at least 502 plate appearances, there have been 37 All Stars who have had an OPS below 100.
2: But seasons end, not when they were named an All Star. Correct. At seasons end. Gotcha.
1: Thirty-seven OPS plus
2: below one hundred. Yes, gotcha.
1: thirty-seven of those seasons yeah. uh, where you you finish the year below one hundred OPS plus. Seven of them are by Whit Merrifield and Salvador Perez. Mm. So since nineteen ninety-five, there have been thirty-seven seasons. Seven of the thirty-seven are Whit Merrifield and Salvador Perez. So yes, they all are. They all are. Star, all are. They are. Oh, they are all stars. But bottom of the bunch, bottom of the
0: barrel. Good Correct. first halves, and uh, right. also good first halves
2: too. Yes, that's a, a, an important thing to note. Yeah, it's <laughs>
0: good. Is my guy Ron Coomer, on that list? Ron Coomer? Yes. Um, so I looked up his stats. Because Pat o- Hughes always starts this show, well, the show with All Star Ron Coomer. and I looked no. up his stats when he wasn't All Star. I was like, mm, mm, that's tough. No, I don't. It's real don't, tough, Ron Coomer. I don't. All th- th- Star Ron Kumer. Think Coom dog had a twin enough.
1: Played appearances to be on this one. Okay, um, or it was it the okay. or it was like 1994. No, I got to look it up because I, I respect the Dog. Yeah, 1999. He had 502. Or uh, sorry, the, uh, the cutoff was what? The, the cutoff is 502. He had
0: 501. Uh, uh, but his his OPS plus under 100. His OPS was 82. Ooh, <laughs> boom, not good.
1: Um, and then all stars still. This is from the wild card era as well. Since 1995, uh, there have been. 30, no, there have been 86 catchers, American or National League, 33 years or older. Um, 86 catchers who 33 years or older um, who have played more than 100 games at catcher in a season. So 86 catchers playing 100 games in a season, 33 years or older, which Salvador Perez is going to be. Uh, 24 of them, uh, so 27% have put up an OPS plus over 100. Um, so is Salvador Perez in the likes of Jorge Posada, who basically had like six of these uh, Jason Veritek, AJ, like it is the guys you expect to be at the top of the list. So it's basically how highly do you think of Salvador Perez? Because if you think he's going to be a Hall of Famer, if you think he's going to be in that Yadier Molina, that Jason Veritek, that Jorge Posada era, then hey, maybe this is worth the trade. But these guys just don't age well, as we just saw with Yasmani Grandal.
0: No, I don't think he's going to be there. That A.J. year was when he was, was last year with the White Sox. I think he uh, hit 28 home runs out of nowhere. But I don't think Salvador Perez is you know, going to be continuing like a 30 home run track. I know he hit 23 last year, but I don't think that even if he plays 135 games, he'll be hitting that many home runs for the White Sox. Because like you said, the aging process has already began and he's slowly declining. And it's not going to get better unless he does some extra stuff. Gets his uh, ringworm fix like a uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, okay. I got you. Or, or go see our guy, Paul Goodman. Yes. <laughs> Goes work works on
1: his uh, catching.
0: Yes, you, AJ. Yes, you. You hit 28 home runs that year. <laughs>
1: uh, but that's going to do it for the CHGO White Sox podcast. I'm I feel ass.
0: like or girls.
1: we've talked about Witten, Salvador Perez enough and, uh, you know, We'll see if it happens I feel like that's just The whole thing with this 2023 offseason One of it's happening One we'll of those see. things is happening There's gonna be 13 new players Do you know if uh, any, who any of them are now? We don't know. Will Tim Anderson be on the team? We don't know. Will Salvador Perez be on the team? We don't know. We know Pedro Gafal's coming back. That's Vinny Duber. You can follow him at Vinny Duber. He's our CHGO White Sox beat writer. And make sure you check out his piece at allchgo.com. Talking about old friend Jose Abreu. The man in the middle is Herb Lawrence. You can follow him at Ekron 23. He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. And I'm Sean Anderson. You can follow me at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. I don't hate Victor Von Doom's question, so on the way out, who deserves a World Series ring more, Abreu or Evan Longoria? Jose Abreu.
2: I mean... Oof. Longo's been secretly really good for a really long time. Well, he This is uh, 15 years
1: since yeah. he made it to the LCS. Yes. 2008 was the last time he made it to the LCS. The World Series. Oh, the World Series.
0: Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. I would rather the Snakes win the World Series than the Astros, but I think Abreu, for my liking, because I'm a White Sox fan, deserves it more. Me and
2: Jose have the same birthdays.
0: And because he ate, his, he ate his passport. The man did a lot of stuff to get the fuck over here and do what he's doing right now.
2: He deserves
1: it more But I would rather see the Diamondbacks win it. So
0: I'll say it that way. And I guarantee those damn Diamondback people on uh, PHNX would be like, are we lowly now? Like, no. Not now. Last year you were very lowly. You (laughs) suck last year. (laughs) And you're
1: terrible. Yeah, man. I I had to eat that like Jose had to eat that passport. (laughs) Because, man, that was was a dumb comment for me. It Uh, was real. It's real. Were they not lowly? I, they were they're not anymore. I mean, every. I think I made that comment made them not lonely. I think they They probably have like a record, a win percentage above 60%.
0: Hey, two teams came in here to the Chicago and dominated the White Sox. And after that, they started playing baseball better. Baltimore Orioles, Arizona Diamondbacks.
1: You're welcome. Uh, thank you, Sarah Fichter, for producing the show. We will talk to you tomorrow at 3.30 p.m. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> all silly like the mayor.